I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. All right, welcome to the COB. I'm Juliette Sali. And I'm Danny Okuye. Yay, Danny. Well, we're a little bit of a, a road in our afternoon report. Santa's sleigh hitting a bit of a roadblock, this buy everything rally, stalling somewhat. He lost a reindeer or two. He did. Where's Rudolph when you need him? But, you know, as you just mentioned, just as we were coming to air, not as bad of a, a loss as we were expecting. So down six tenths of 1%. We saw that initial 1% drop that we were expecting on the open after the rally on Wall Street faltered as well. But uh, we We've clawed back a little bit. Absolutely. And the ASX 200 currently down by 32 points or just over four tenths of a percent. So pretty decent performance, uh, as you've just touched on, Jules. Mm. But let's have a look at some of the themes of today. And of course, risk off. Well, yes, as we've mm. been mentioning, risk off. And yesterday was buy everything. Today was sell quite a lot. Uh, those <laughs> lithium players, the gold players coming under pressure. I think something like nine of the 11 sectors actually lower today. Yeah, there were some that were in positive territory and we might get to those in a moment, but apparently some uh, technical trading in the US and options expiry and it sort of all rolled on itself and kicked off all the technical traders and everybody dashed to the door. But of course, it doesn't mean that Santa has gone forever. Oh, no, he'll be back. The, the futures just... are up, so we'll have to wait and see tomorrow, which, of course, is the longest day of the year here in Australia for Ooh. all of you that get into things like that. But, Jules, tell me about Fed Up. Yeah, so Fed Up, question mark, in terms of FedEx, we know that FedEx, the delivery giant, yeah. is really a bellwether of the US Absolutely. economy. And um, it actually slumped 12% on Wall Street overnight because it has seen its express unit um, demand down by some six. And then, of course, this flows through into are we sending fewer packages? Is this the impact of higher interest rates? But Morgan Stanley put out a really interesting note because a lot of analysts did scramble to, to cut their downgrades for FedEx and UPS. But Morgan Stanley said, look, this is actually just the normalization of post-pandemic delivery yes. and the way that we're, yeah. you know, now We're going back as to well. shops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you. You were up at Westfield last weekend. I was. I was at Bondi Jungle. Bondi, exactly. Bondi <laughs> Junk Heap, I used to say. But then I was allowed to. I lived not too far away. Really good point, Jules. Um, and uh, I don't think it was quite interesting that the FedEx results were not what ticked the market mm. off yesterday. And it's just worth highlighting that one. But we did have a spike in the VIX. And I had a long conversation which you can check out with Chris Weston about mm. why a lot of these hedge funds and other fund managers have been selling the VIX consistently through the year. But we did see as part of that risk off a jump in the VIX overnight. Indeed. All right, let's get then to uh, some of the sectors. And uh, tech was the worst performing today. Uh, not reflected by Wise Tech, but block down by about 2%. Remember, it has been on a bit of a rally. Altium there, pretty flat. Absolutely. And let's have a look at some of the 
consumer discretionary stocks. And a bit of a mixed picture there. Aristocrat uh, really taking the brunt down by 2.3%. Uh, I do think we should have another chart in terms of consumer discretionary. No, but that is it. Uh, Harvey Norman off by about a quarter of a percent and Wes Farmers off by six tenths of a percent. And having a look at the REITs as well, a little bit weaker there. GPT was up by a tenth of 1%. Charter Hall though down by 4.6%. Yeah, it tends to be quite volatile and risk off that one. Let's have a look at industrials and they were green on screen today. So Transurban, Brambles, Computer Share and Worley all positive bucking the trend, Jules. And having a look at some of the this corporate stories as well, we saw Liontown, the worst performing stock on the ASX 200, down by more than 8%. And this is on news that was involved in a royalty legal dispute over a WA mine, but also, as you pointed out, a, a pretty downturn in some of those lithium players generally. Yeah, we're going to be discussing more of that with uh, Henry Jennings in a moment. But Macquarie did come out with some fairly substantial downgrades to lithium stocks. Now, looking at Bubs Australia, they traded uh, a f- up, up almost 8%, having raised $17 million in dollars worth of shares to fund a US expansion. So market definitely like that ongoing move into the US. Yeah, indeed. Transurban up by about uh, 7 tenths of 1%. It secured $800 million of 10-year debt in the US private placement market. And this is to repay debt and return capital to West Connex Group shareholders. And ANZ Group was unchanged uh, in terms, or fairly unchanged, as its chief executive shared his optimism at the AGM about increasing its mortgage market share. And smiles for dental chain Pacific Smiles, rallying 2.5% there. The board rejecting Genesis Capital's takeover bid because they said it materially undervalued the company. But I think it's worth noting at one point, I think Pacific Smiles was something up like around 12%. Wow. And it was a stock of the day today on the call. And we were joined by Howard Coleman of Team Invest and Amathan Samasamdaram of Deep Data Analytics. That was a great offer after the share price has fallen apart. Yeah. Um, so it is an opportunity bit, but you know what do you expect? The if the business is struggling, um, then people will look at the assets. So I think it's great for the shareholders. Finally, some positive news coming out. Um, I think it's an interesting asset. Nobody wants to jump into these kind of businesses when everything is hot and the economy. I mean, the market's running hot on rate cut hope. Um, yeah, don't get me started on that. But that being said. <laughs> This is not a high growth play, so it's not going to get the interest. So obviously it's come off hard and it is an opportunistic bid. That makes sense. Do they want to say no, not really? They want to keep the support onto the share price, so they'll keep them interested, but they want a higher price. Management needs to get something better. Um, So if you're a shareholder, I'll be holding. This one doesn't look as good. It never did. Um, but uh, if you own it, yeah, hang on a while longer. You'll probably get a slightly better offer, but then say, thank you very much. What a lovely <laughs> Christmas present. I'm glad I got out. All right. Welcome to the COB. Henry Jennings from Marcus today. Henry, you got your hat back on. You're waiting for Santa. We were just saying, did he hit a bit of a roadblock or has the market gone too far too fast? Uh, hi. Uh, Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Uh, I guess, you know, in some respects, the market has gone extraordinarily well up till October. We were having a pretty 
ordinary year. In fact, the US wasn't having exactly the best year in the world either. And then, of course, we just absolutely took off like the proverbial scolded cat, or maybe it should be a scolded reindeer. And off we went. And it has gone just parabolic. And I have to say, you know, we're kind of limping into Christmas. There's a lot of people left for the uh, for the coast, literally up our way. Very, very busy. Uh, so I think a lot of players have left. A lot of the sellers probably left in the last couple of weeks and just decided that it was going to be uh, a Santa rally, and we've seen that. But it does look just a smidge tired. I think Santa's going to put his boots up <laughs> on the coffee table, have a little sip of single malt, maybe crack open a, a carrot for the reindeer and a cookie for himself. And I, I just feel that we may have run, done our dash just temporarily. That doesn't mean to say that it's all over Red Rover or Red Rudolph, but... We may have done our dash just for now. Who knows? But uh, that's the feeling I get at the moment. Yeah, crazy. It's been so strong. But uh, the lithium stocks, just when they sort of seem to emerge from the funk that they've been in, Macquarie, your former former company, has come out with some fairly hefty downgrades. Do you think that was the what caused today's sell-off in some of those stocks? Uh, well, let's face it. I mean, Macquarie has been uh, the uber bull in the lithium sector. And, and the problem these investment bankers have is that there is a team of people somewhere in the world buckled down in a bunker somewhere that decides <laughs> on their forecast for commodity prices. And of course, that's a massive, massive input into the analyst's uh, spreadsheet on a particular stock. And if the commodity analyst in London says, right, our lithium pricing is now drastically changed, which let's face it, we all knew was going to happen because you know, it has drastically changed. It doesn't take a, a genius to work that one out. Uh, then that has massive effects on the uh, valuations, of course, that the poor old analyst in Sydney has. So they have no choice but to downgrade to some extent. Uh, they have gone from uh, pretty much a full house with outperforms across the board uh, to significant downgrades in some stocks. I think uh, Pilbara, uh, for instance, uh, was a massive downgrade. I'm just looking at it now. Uh, you know, Pilbara was downgraded from $7.10 to four dollars forty. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, well, you say oh my gosh, but you know, there's no way in the world uh. that anybody in their right mind really believed seven dollars ten. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, the the lithium price assumptions they had were just absolute. They were a Christmas carol. They were fairy tale in New York kind of stuff. So, you know, they've now come back to reality oh, to some extent. Gosh. The prices have come back to reality as well in terms of their price targets. But it has been interesting. Couldn't have come at a worse time, I guess, for Liontown, which copped it a bit today with a bit of a royalty dispute, mm. uh, which adding to the issues. Liontown have had a bit of a rally on the back of uh, Gina, of course, teaming up with SQM to take out Azure, which is a massive price. I mean, 1.7, 1.8 billion for a company that hasn't even got a mineral resource uh, yet. So uh, you're whispering away there, girls. Have I done something we wrong? Were fighting, we were fighting over who was going to ask the next question, actually. Apology. That's right. my name. And I'm just having a look at the well, Pilbara you... Minerals share price, Henry. So no wonder yet you were saying they must have been in la-la land with a $7 price target. Well, I mean, well, it's just, you know, no one believes. I mean, no one believes price targets anyway. Let's face it. They are fiction. Uh, you know, the, we try and gloss over the fact that they're just basically a, a guess. You know, if you put in something into the uh, spreadsheet with, uh, you know, with a different number in terms of price assumptions for your underlying commodity, you can change it willy-nilly. So, you know, and analysts do tend to follow the market as well. So it's inevitable that Macquarie downgraded. The interesting thing, I guess, is, is this a sign? Is this the towel being thrown in by the uber bull 
in the lithium space. It certainly was a sign that I was looking for. I'm not sure we're quite there yet, yeah. as we say, as we go on our road trips. Are we there yet? I don't think we are. Uh, we're not there yet in the lithium sell-off. Uh, there is an awful lot happening in this space as well. So, uh, yeah, interesting interesting times, as they say. All right, Henry, I wanted to ask you about the ANZ AGM. The, the clowns aside, the people that were climate protesting and dressed as clowns, what did you read into that? I mean, they did talk about increasing mortgage share or the share of the mortgage market, but uh, also talking about inflation there. So it wasn't the clowns on the board then that were uh, dressed up. That, uh. Obviously not. Um, I didn't see the clowns. There wasn't too much coverage in the press, so your sources are better than mine. I guess, you know, it was pretty benign. The banks have had a, a pretty good run. ANZ talking about their mortgage share. Uh, they are at 13.5%, uh, which is up a little bit. But where they're competing, I guess, is not on price because they're not the cheapest in the market, but they are competing. Well, they're trying to compete on the speed. And now ANZ, I guess, have been criticised in the past for the speed of sort of saying yes and, and processing the mortgage application, which was glacial at times. That has changed, and that's certainly what they're pinning their hopes on to win back more market share rather than going for pricing. I think the the Westpac's uh, variable rate uh, base rate is 6.44%. ANZ is 6.54%. Uh, so it's still a very competitive market. There's a few cashback offers as well out there. But I guess the interesting thing is that uh, once again, we've seen that there's no real, um, I mean, there is pain in the system and people are hurting, but people are coping and the, the, the bad debts and the problem loans that we were uh, worried about at the beginning of this year, it's Christmas and we haven't seen that mortgage cliff and it, it's it's still not happening, uh, which is, is remarkable, I guess. In fact, even today, we had the ABS come out with uh, some numbers on Australia's wealth, which actually rose 2.3%, uh, personal wealth rose 2.3% in the September quarter. And that's before the big rally in the stock market. So wow. we are getting richer, um, although there are some people that are suffering. Undoubtedly, it's a tough time for many at Christmas. Uh, so uh, my best advice this Christmas is donate a plate to the Wayside Chapel. Mm and uh, feed someone that is homeless and not as lucky as we are. Danny and I have both done Could, that. Couldn't we were talking agree. about that it. before. We, we've yeah. both done it too. I think that's great advice. Good. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally, Henry. And uh, it is a tough time of the year for many, many people. So spare a thought and uh, be kind at this time of the year. So, um, Henry, Merry Ho Ho Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful time. Happy holidays to you and your family. And uh, I don't think you're scheduled on tomorrow, are you? No. You never know. Uh, not as yet. Never know. I'm still working right up till the end. So if... if yeah, many might. are called, but few are chosen, as they say. <laughs> I was but, going to uh, thank uh, you for all your contributions, but we might have you back tomorrow, so I'll put that thought on hold. <laughs> we wish you a thank Merry you. Christmas anyway, and um, I'm sure guys. Santa's on his way to Henry Jennings' house. Absolutely. Oh, Thanks, Henry. <laughs> have a good night. Thanks. <laughs> okay, it's time for the leaders and the laggards today, Jules. So let's have a look. John's Ling. I don't know if anything was happening there, but up a nice... 4% today. I think it probably has been, dare I say, a laggard in this recent rally. AGL also up by 3%. And uh, then, as we've touched on before, Computer Share up 1.5%, A2 Milk up about 1.4%. Well, 
I think this year just highlights how many Australian companies I don't know anymore. John's Ling, don't even know what it is. Um, it is a insurance yes. building construction yeah. firm. All right, yeah. let's have a look at the laggards. Um, Ego's Automotive down 8%, Liontown we've touched on. Chalice Mining down 6.5%, $1.71. Orkham off 6%, Weebit Nano down 6.3%. And the small caps. Let's see what was winning in the small cap space. Uh, WA1 Resources off to the races off by 24.5% and then we have Calidus Resources up by almost 14 as was Helios Energy. And to the downside in the small caps, uh, Motorcycle off 23%, Arizona Lithium off 16%, App and Clearview Technology and Lake Resources rounding out those. Let's have a look at what is on overnight, uh, GDP growth, jobless claims data, and some of the manufacturing indexes from the state's uh, Fed uh, banks, so Kansas City, Philadelphia. Yeah, and also earnings. I know they uh, were getting quite excited about CarMax's earnings coming out, as well as Carnival Cruises and uh, Nike. But let's check and see the day ahead tomorrow. And it's looking a bit lonely, Jules. We have the Japan CPI. And I spoke to Masa. The former head of the uh, BOJ, BOJ, yes. BOJ, BOJ, dear I me, mean, it is a Thursday afternoon and it is one day before we go for Christmas. So um, a little bit quiet, but let's have a final check in terms of uh, how the Australian market closed. There we go, the SIBO 200 down by, uh, well, almost six tenths of a percent, 8.2 points. ASX 200 off 33 points, 0.45%. At 7,504. And shall we have a quick, quick, quick peek? Aussie dollar, a little bit firmer at 67.5 cents. And the Muni, the Munis, Munis, the, the, uh, there we go. We have the futures and they are positive. But of course, there is a long way between now and the US markets opening. Indeed, there is. But maybe Santa and uh, that reindeer that fell over will be back on their sleigh. Maybe we had too many tipples on the way around the well, world. I mean, people leave so much out for him and he must know about the legal limits when you're <laughs> driving, particularly double demerit points. Anyway, we will be back tomorrow, final day of the year. If you can't tell, we've already gone a bit loopy and uh, we'll bring you all the news, which, of course, we will remain factual about. Absolutely. Have a great evening, everyone, and see you tomorrow. Thank you.